Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I'm here to bring you the preview show for Bayern Munich's big Bundesliga match this weekend against Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, this should be a fun matchup, but an interesting one as well because these are two teams that are seemingly headed in different directions. Uh, Bayern Munich, of course, with all of their recent success is headed with headed on an upward trend, I would say, while Eintracht Frankfurt is not headed down. They are just headed flat. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that. Uh, right now, in their last six games, Eintracht Frankfurt has earned a draw. Uh, in fact, in the last five games, they have all ended in a 1-1 scoreline. Prior to that, uh, back on August 21st, Frankfurt earned a 0-0 draw against FC Augsburg. So uh, Eintracht Frankfurt is not quite what it used to be, while Bayern Munich is, wow, they are really good. So um, going back to the start of the season when, when Bayern Munich earned a 1-1 draw with Borussia Mönchengladbach, Bayern has just been on fire, and they have ripped off Oh, wow. Nine consecutive victories across all competitions. And you really can't say enough about the job that Julian Nagelsmann has done with this group of Bavarians. It is it's quite unbelievable at this point. But uh, don't let me digress too much. Uh, just showering Bayern Munich with praise. Let's take a look at the matchup and what we'll see or what we expect to see in this one. Uh, a couple of quick notes on a couple, um, some Bayern players who are not going to be available. Benjamin Pavar, of course, is serving a red card suspension. So that should affect uh, who exactly plays right back, even or even if Julian Nagelsmann is going to roll out a right back. And we'll talk about that in a second as well. Uh, Kingsley Coman is still uh, recovering from his surgery for a heart procedure. So we'll see. I, I don't know if we'll see Coman. It does not look like he'll play uh, at this point, but this, this could also be a match where Byron seeks to get him a few minutes. I would expect to see him after the next international break, but it's really tough to say. It's such a delicate situation with his uh, heart surgery. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the game plan is there. We just know that he's been back in team training. Uh, Corentin Tolisso, of course, has been nursing a calf injury. And uh, as far as he goes, I'm sure he'll take as much time as needed to make sure he's back at 100%. Uh, there's a good chance that Tolisso could be on the market to be sold this winter. So I'm sure both the club and the player want to make sure he's back at 100%. It just doesn't look like he's got much of a future with Bayern Munich. So whether it's this winter or next summer, it looks like Toliso is headed out of Germany. Uh, and, of course, Sven Ulreich with the knee injury, courtesy of Mikhail Cuisance, uh, he will not be available as well. So that sums up the Bayern Munich roster situation. So when you look at who is available, it becomes kind of interesting to see how you would align this, this squad. And that's one of the, the big questions to me. Uh, is how Julian Nagelsmann will take this team and how he'll mold it for this particular match. Now, I don't consider Eintracht Frankfurt a great threat at this point. In fact, um, I'm really of the mindset that Frankfurt is, is struggling. This is, this is not a squad that is quite, that's quite as powerful as, as we're used to seeing. And it's a shame because I think over the years, Frankfurt has just bled too much talent 
that they just cannot maintain any type of consistent success if they keep losing players like this. And it's made for really a tough situation there. I mean, when you can't hold on to Antti Rebic or Luka Jovic, and, and granted, Jovic hasn't been great for Real Madrid, and Rebic has kind of been up and down for AC Milan, although he's been way up of late this season. Uh, you know, it is still a lot of talent to lose. And then, of course, like Niko Kovac was kind of at the forefront of all this when he was the manager. He did so well that Bayern hired him. We all know what happened from there. Then we saw Adi Hutter take over. And, of course, he moved on to Borussia Mönchengladbach. And now we see Oliver Glasner, who uh, I thought would be able to come in and really keep things headed in the right direction for uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. Of course, Glasner had a very successful stint last season with uh, Wolfsburg. So it's really tough. Glasner just doesn't have a lot to work with here. And I think that that is the primary issue. Uh, We're seeing uh, not a bad team, but definitely not a great team. And it's a shame because when I look at their roster, I look at, as always, Philip Kostic. And and I, I think about what kind of player he could be if he was on a side like Bayern Munich. I think Kostic is really the prototypical uh, Bayern winger. He can do so much. He's pacey, great footwork, great vision, great passing, can score. Uh, unfortunately, that move will never happen. Kostic is 28, of course, and it doesn't look like he is in that window uh, age-wise where Bayern Munich will be looking to ever bring him in. But wow, what a fit he would be. And it's just unfortunate right now that he's kind of saddled on a team that doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Uh, Right now, Eintracht Frankfurt is sitting at 14th in the table. And of course, um, when you have five draws and one loss, uh, it's, it's just not, it's not good. And uh, as dangerous as Frankfurt might've been in the past, this does not look like a team that's going to challenge Bayern Munich in this match. Now, the one caveat could be that Bayern Munich has been so successful of late, and I mean incredibly dominating uh, just everyone, uh, that Bayern Munich could be due for a bit of a lull. They could have some heavy legs after what has been a pretty condensed schedule of late. Uh, they, you know, on track to maybe could play at the top of their game and catch Bayern off balance. I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, honestly, I think that uh, Bayern Munich is pretty well poised to handle this. And part of the reason is because they have just tremendous depth, tremendous versatility. And Julian Nagelsmann has shown so far that he's been able to keep his boys motivated time and time again. So I don't anticipate a letdown in this one. As far as how Bayern will line up, it, it, this is the fun part, right? Because we have this cat and mouse game with Nagelsmann as, you know, he will roll out his lineup and as always they'll, they'll show the four, two, three, one, but in reality, uh, the way it operates sometimes is really like a back three. So I'm very curious to see uh, who Nagelsmann rolls out if he rests anyone and who exactly uh, he does choose the rest if he does, because it seems like he is kind of caught up in this thought process that there are certain players that he will not rest during Bundesliga or Champions League matches. And I guess at this point, the team has advanced far enough in the Pokal that they will not be using those games as kind of a rest day for any of their stars either. So let's take kind of a guess at how this will go. And let's just assume 
that this is going to be Bayern Munich's standard 4-2-3-1. So I don't anticipate seeing Christian Froktel on that, of course. So we will start with Manuel Neuer. And let's start over at left back uh, on the defense. We'll start with Alfonso Davies. I think Davies is a shoe-in to start this match. Uh, you know, I, Omar Richards has not proven anything as of yet. And while I guess you could say Luca Hernandez could slide out there, I don't think it's going to happen in this one because I think Hernandez will be playing right next to Davies as the left center back. At the right center back, I expect to see Dio Upamakano. Uh, just makes sense to use him there. Uh, and this is kind of the big uh, area of contention that I was going back and forth with at right back. Does Nagelsmann roll out Nicholas Sula once more, or does he go back to Josip Stanisic? Of course, with Benjamin Pavar out, with that aforementioned red card suspension, uh, I was really under the impression at first that Stanisic would be the call because he's just done really well. He's a young kid. He's, he's hungry. He's proven himself that he's capable of playing in these kind of matches. But Nicholas Sula is in a contract year. And Nicholas Sula has not always felt the love from Bayern Munich's club or its fans. Sula has come under fire for his weight, for his inconsistency in the year after uh, tearing his ACL, and for his performances in general. And I think that it's, a lot of it's been unwarranted. In the same way that we cut Leroy Sané some slack last year, Nicholas Sula should have been cut some slack as well. Coming back from an ACL injury, as I've said a million times on this podcast, the old adage is, you really can't count the first year after the surgery because that is a mental year for the player. They are just trying to get mentally strong enough to put confidence in that knee. And I think that both Sula and Sané struggled with that last year. Sané probably a little more than Sula because I, I didn't think Sula was bad last season. Um, but I think he's been markedly better this season. In fact, I think he's been one of the best center backs on the planet. Uh, I think he's using his size and speed effectively. He's showing his versatility with you know, being able to bump out to right back. He can play both center back positions. He's gotten up the field like an attacking midfielder. It's been just impressive to watch, and I'm really happy with his performances. And I think most Bayern Munich fans, if you polled them, would be happy as well. But I think Nagelsmann really wants to try and make Sula happy. I think Nagelsmann has a long-term plan. I think Nagelsmann at some point is going to start using a back three consistently. And with that, he's going to need three really, really good center backs. And personally, I think Sula is the best of the lot right now. I just do. Uh, and I rate them all pretty highly. I think Hernandez has been excellent. I think Makano has been really good. Uh, Sula right now, to me, has been the best performer of the center backs this season so far. But if Nagelsmann wants to have that versatility, if he wants to have the flexibility to be able to shift into a back three, at any point during a game, prior to a game, anything, he's going to need three world-class center backs to do what he wants to do and to allow his offense to be as aggressive as they need to be to be successful. So I think that Sula is going to get the benefit of the doubt here. I think that Nagelsmann's going to play him as much as he can because he wants to prove to him that he does indeed have a role with Bayern Munich moving forward because I think Nagelsmann wants to bring Sula back. I think he wants him as part of the core group moving forward. And I, I support that. I would want Sula as well. So in this case, I think Sula will get the start. And I think that's kind of a theme that we'll see over the course of the season that when rotating and needing to, to get people playing time, I think we're going to see Sula start to get more and more time unless 
it becomes evident and clear that Sula is definitely leaving. And at that point, if it happens, I think Sula will then kind of be cut out of the rotation, but we'll have to wait and see on that. So, so far I've got Neuer, Davies, Hernandez, Upamecano, and Sula. And as much as I want to see Joshua Kimmich rest, as much as I want to see Marcel Sabitzer get some work in, I think we're going to see Kimmich and Goretzka again. Uh, Kimmich cannot keep this pace up. I mean, I know he can, but I just think we need to be smart here. I think Nagelsmann needs to get this kid some rest at some point. So uh, as much as I want to see him down, Kimmich will play. I think Goretzka will play as well. And Sabitzer will be back on the bench. Uh, I'm sure this has got to be a little frustrating for Sabitzer. He's too good of a player to continue to sit. Uh, I'm not saying he needs to start, but I thought there would be a little more rotation involved here. And whether that's coming in for Kimmich, Goretzka, or Thomas Muller, I think that Nagelsmann is going to have to start to look at ways to get Sabitzer integrated into the starting 11 at least once in a while. One, to, to keep the mileage down on the legs of players like Kimmich and Goretzka and Muller, but two, because he's got to keep Sabitzer engaged. This is a guy who could be uh, an important player down the stretch for you, especially as you need to rotate more and more to keep people fresh. Uh, as always, we'll see Muller, we'll see Robert Lewandowski at striker. And at wing, I don't anticipate seeing much different here. I think we're going to see the Roy Sané on the left, Serge Gnabry on the right. Uh, and while Jamal Musiala might have proven himself to be a starting caliber winger, right now I think Nagelsmann's going to ride the hot hand, or I guess hot foot, uh, right now as Sané and Gnabry have both just been on fire. So uh, I don't anticipate Musiala getting a start, but I do anticipate him getting plenty of playing time. And whether that means a 30-minute stint coming in for Sané or Gnabry or maybe even Thomas Muller, we will see Musiala at some point. And I think we'll see Savitzer and probably Stanisic as well. I would anticipate those three players being among Julian Nagelsmann's preferred subs for this match. As far as a prediction goes, I think this is going to be all Bayern Munich. Uh, while I do respect Frankfurt, I respect Glasner as a coach and, you know, have a lot of affinity for Kostic in the way that he plays. I can't see Eintracht Frankfurt being anywhere near the quality, the level of quality needed to take down Bayern Munich at this point. I think Bayern wins 3-0. It'll be another clean sheet for Manuel Neuer. I know that that's probably not a sheet pick given that Bayern has been prone to one, eh, I, mean, I don't want to say every game, but every few games they will have a, uh, a mistake that leads to a goal. So uh, we'll go 3-0, and that is the preview show for this week. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, if you can, check out our weekend warm-up, which will be released a little bit later. Uh, I have a special treat on that show for you guys. One of the BFW staffers will be joining me, so that will be a lot of fun. Uh, and as always, you can check us out at BavarianFootballWorks.com for all the latest Bayern Munich and Germany news. You can catch me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. You can get Tom Adams at TommyAdams71. And you can get I Need No Name if you really want to get him. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. At BFWINNN. Uh, he doesn't tweet too much, but... Uh, when he does, there's always some straight fire associated with it. So thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time.